and welcome to Today I Am Grateful, the podcast where we share our gratitude with people in our community who have helped make a difference. I'm Annika, a middle schooler from New York, and each week I like to highlight a different local leader to share their story. This week, I am thrilled to introduce you to Mrs. Mona Mahajan. Hi, it is my pleasure to have you on the podcast. Please tell us about yourself. Hi, Annika. My name is Mona Mahajan. I am the U.S. Investment Strategist at Allianz Global Investors. Uh, In this role, I actually do a few things. One is uh, actually write some content and appear on broadcast stations like uh, CNBC and Bloomberg. I also do client meetings and I help run one of our multimillion dollar portfolios. So it's a big role, uh, but happy to do it. And I've been doing it for about four years now. Having knowledge about finances and money management is important. What advice would you give to students about where to start? Yeah, that's a great question um, and one I get a lot. So I'd say there's two parts uh, to really keep in mind when you're starting to think about finances and money management. The first is, of course, saving, and the second is investing. So on the saving front, you know, it's pretty straightforward. As you start earning money, uh, make sure you're able to put some of it aside to save. So that means essentially planning out a budget so you're not spending more than you're earning. So now once you have those savings, what do you do with them? That's the other big question. Uh, And really, you know, investing and investing from a young age is very important. Now there's, you know, a variety of different ways you can invest, but certainly, For younger people, I'd recommend putting a portion of that that saving into the stock market. Um, And so, you know, what I say to young people generally is think about some of the trends that you really find exciting today. You know, maybe it's something in video games or electric vehicles or even areas like cybersecurity or video streaming. Um, All of these areas, you'll find some sort of stocks uh, that you could buy or invest in the market. And so I think it's important from a young age to start thinking about taking some of your savings, opening an account either by yourself or with your parents um, and start putting some of that money to work for you. It's great when you are going to school or even sleeping in on the weekend and your money's actually you know, kind of going to work for you. So that's what I always say. Uh, think about saving and then think about investing those savings. Well, what is one money management mistake that a lot of people make? Yeah, I'd say, you know, one of the the big ones is uh, not starting early enough. And I guess we alluded to this earlier, but um, certainly over time, you will see the power of compounding, especially um, when you start investing in the stock market. If you miss the first 10, 15, 20 years of that time period, you've really missed out on a lot of the benefit of of investing. And so what I'd say generally, the, the biggest mistake, or maybe not even mistake, but just something people tend to overlook is that um, it's important to start early, even if it's with small amounts of money, you know, that does make a difference over time. So uh, certainly I'd say, uh, even when you start getting those first few paychecks or allowances, um, start thinking about putting that money to work. I think that's important. And of course, one of the second kind of mistakes people make is not really knowing where to start. So, you know, we talked about putting the money into the stock market in individual stocks. If that's not something that you're ready for or quite comfortable with, you could also start broad, you know, buy an S&P 500 index fund or a sector fund in a sector that you think is interesting. Um, There's plenty of ways to just get involved in some of the exciting things going on in the stock market, uh, whether it's broadly or with individual stocks. So certainly start early and uh, start in any way you're comfortable with. 
During the pandemic, many people lost their jobs. How does this affect the economy? Yeah, it's a great question. And uh, it's been one of the toughest parts of this pandemic. I feel like we've seen, for example, the unemployment rate in the United States was at three and a half percent before the pandemic hit. It actually spiked to about 15%. So 15% of the US population who was eligible to work was actually unemployed. Um, luckily, we're starting to see that trend better. We, we're now down to 6% unemployment rate or 10 million people in the economy that are still unemployed. Um, you know, when you look at who are unemployed in this economy, uh, the pandemic has actually hit certain sectors pretty hard. So areas like travel, like leisure, like restaurants, um, all those sectors that were really impacted by the quarantines and the stay at home orders have all been um, suffering in, in some ways by unemployment or their businesses have, um, you know, just been been really suffering in terms of revenues and some of them have even had to close. Um, so this is, you know, this is something that I think the government's focused on, uh, a lot of the economic advisors are focused on, a lot of people are, are looking for ways to support that part of the economy. Um, but the good news is that, you know, through this pandemic, there have actually been some sectors that have thrived. So when you think about, you know, all those areas that benefit from a more stay at home economy. So, you know, you think about Zoom meetings, for example, you think about Amazon and online retail, all doing very well, even areas like telemedicine or your Netflix and, and Disney plus, you know, online subscriptions. Every, all those areas have, have really seen their businesses grow during this pandemic. So it's really been a dichotomy, uh, the haves and the have nots uh, in terms of who's done well and who's suffered in this pandemic. So uh, we'll, we're watching that closely, hopefully it equalizes over time. We keep hearing about the government trying to help with the $1.9 trillion stimulus package. Can you explain this a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think generally these stimulus packages are meant to provide a bridge for the economy until we get back to a place where, you know, we're fully reopened, uh, we're returned to some sort of pre-pandemic normal life. Uh, this stimulus package in particular, this $1.9 trillion, it has three areas of focus. Uh, the first is those that are unemployed or underemployed um, and really need the support. So they will be getting, individuals will be getting direct checks, those that are unemployed are getting unemployment benefits. The second area is state and local governments. So a lot of state and local governments need support to help their schools, uh, but also to help um, build out their vaccine rollout programs and continue with testing, et cetera. And then the third focus is uh, the vaccine rollout itself and just making sure we have enough vaccines, vaccine sites, testing capabilities, et cetera, to really kind of uh, get us through to the next phase um, hopefully of post-pandemic life. So, you know, generally speaking, uh, we in the U.S. are quite lucky. 1.9 trillion is a, a phenomenal amount of stimulus to get us through. Hopefully it does go through and we, we can get this bridge. Uh, this is the fourth stimulus package. So we've already done three and a half trillion dollars of stimulus already. Um, if you add this one on, it'll be nearly 30% of the U.S. economy that's, you know, in stimulus or has had uh, some sort of stimulus. And so it's, um, it's quite phenomenal. And uh, again, we'll be watching that closely because I think it will provide a nice bridge for those who are suffering. Wow. What has 2020 taught you about yourself? Oh, that's a great question as well. You know, I think 
2020 has been such a remarkable year in many ways. Um, of course, you know, we feel fortunate to be happy and healthy uh, and safe during this time. I think one thing it's really taught me is that, you know, it really is nice to slow down once in a while, uh, being home at more, being home more. And I've been working from home uh, since really March of, of 2020. Um, it's really given me a lot of great opportunities. I, I do simple things now like take walks or when it was warmer, I took bike rides. Um, I've been able to pick up my kids from school, which I never really got to do uh, before the pandemic because I was you know, at, at work. And so I really have learned to appreciate some of the just so simple things in life. Uh, I will say I do miss vacations though. So hopefully those are coming up soon. For sure. Well, is there anything in particular that you have felt gratitude towards during this time? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think generally, and I alluded to this earlier, but um, one thing I really feel grateful for is just health. And I think health, not only for myself, uh, but for my family and friends. This In this time, you really do learn to appreciate that health is wealth in many ways. And if you're healthy, uh, you can do so many of these other things that we're talking about. You know, the other thing that I'm grateful for is that we're starting to see signs of hope again. You know, I think the vaccine rollout is getting a little better here in the U.S. I have several friends and family members that have been vaccinated or are scheduled to become vaccinated. Um, we're starting to see the COVID trends improve generally. So knock on wood that that continues. Um, and we're starting to see signs of life in the economy as well. So, you know, the, the unemployment rate we talked about earlier, but uh, broadly speaking, the reopening is starting to happen slowly. And so I think generally, you know, I, I feel pretty optimistic heading into the rest of 2021. So I'm grateful for that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We are really grateful to have people like you who are helping us through this time. Please thank stay you, safe. Please stay safe and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Have a great one, everyone. Stay safe.